Let's see if I can do this. I think it's working. Hello, everyone. So I am going to pay attention to the chat in a little bit. First, I want to talk to you, anyone is listening about uh, a revelation that I received before I get to the spirit dimension um, conversation. And I'm just going to ask you to be patient because I am going to try to uh, quote the Nag Hammadi library test, um, ancient test for the revelation about hell and what does it mean? I was shown the portal of hell through the side of the mouth like this, going inwards. And I think that's fascinating because we know that we have received information that um, the archons, and this is information that we channel for the sacrifice, so you might want to see that as well. Heidi, how are you? So talking about the archons and the fact that in the Nakamari library, they make it a point to discuss the top seven archons they created different powers and those powers created different angels that are ruled under them and together they created 365 total angels and that's on page 68 of the Nakamari um, library scriptures if you buy the book that I showed you last time that when we did the channel information, I don't have it here with me today, but you can see that the in page 68 is when we start getting the clues about the archons having powers and what they do is that they start with the face. And I found that to be interesting because last year when I received information for the hell portal through the mouth going inwards, we think it's a portal that is outside of us. And yes, it can be outside of us because anything that is outside of us is also inside of us. So in this case, what they show me is that this portal that can be accessed through us is in the mouth going inwards. So I'm gonna quote um, page 68 where it says, the archons created seven powers for themselves, and the powers created for themselves six angels for each one until they became 365 angels. These angels, um, and these are the bodies belonging with the names. The first one is Adov, and he has a cheap face. The second one is Eloayo, and he has a donkey face. The third one is Astaspaos. And he has a hyena's face. The fourth one is Yao. And he has a serpent face with seven heads. The fifth one is Abao. And he has a dragon face. The sixth one is Adonim. And he has a monkey's face. And the seventh one is Savede. And he has a shining fire face. Isn't it interesting that they quote the face as the most important things that we have to know before we even get to see how they created the rest of the body. I just find that completely fascinating. So let me go to the note that I read, uh, that I did on 
the the revelation when I received this revelation last year, just so I can share this with you guys. Um, um, my revelation, I was sleeping in the middle of the sleep. I hear this voice and it's telling me in another language that I don't understand. Tamuyo, Tamu, T-A-M-U-Y-O-D. And that's Jewish, right? And Tamu, I didn't know what it, you know, like I, I'm not clearly understanding why it's coming in a different language. But I remember saying, oh my God. And then I saw the vision with the helm and I was told that this is the portal of hell within us. And someone, when I had a vision, someone was cutting their face. Like, let's say you have your face and somebody cut half of it and half of it. They strip away and they're showing me the layers. I found that completely fascinating. And I don't know anything about our body like that, you know, like scientifically to be able to understand exactly what the heck was going on. But what I did understand and what I was told is that this this is the portal for accessing the dimension of hell. Now, through the mouth, through the mouth on the side view so I could understand it going inwards. Now, when I woke up, of course, in the next morning, I, I when I had a vision, I got up and I wrote it after the whole vision ended. And then the next morning, when I got to research it, um, and I was told clearly these are the gates that, and, and they show me many different gates, but I'm talking today about the gate for hell specifically. And when I woke up, I had to research Tamu Yo, and then this is what I found. Tamu Yo, um, oh, also there was a reference to the number 10. So you might want to look that up if you're interested in learning more about this, because the number 10 here in Hebrew is the Y-O-D, and that's what I heard, Tamu Yo. And the number 10 refers to the hieroglyphics meaning of which is the forefinger extended as a sign of command. Um, so it's a, it's a Hebrew word for um, the hand. And when they were showing me this, it was with the hand that I was seeing the vision going in like this. So I think that's interesting. But if you look into the Tamu, the basic, um, the definition where it comes from tamu t-a-m is to burn kindled in night it can also be hell as t-a-m-u-g in i think that one is um i don't remember what language it was but it was definitely when we receive information like this in different languages we have to look at the different things to know what they were referring so one of the things was tamu meaning hell or t-a-m-u-q also meaning hell or tamu t-a-m-u just like i heard um, meaning also hell in a different language or direction and in swahili it means taste so isn't it this interesting that in a different language that I don't know anything about, I get this revelation about 
something that obviously is referring to the hell to the gate to the helm through the mouth and everything that I found in different languages from Jewish to Swahili is referring to the mouth. Um, and then I was giving other things, but the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because also there is a Talmud, just like that Talmud, T-L-M-U-D, which refers to the sacred compilation of ancient teachings regarded as sacred. So this is the oral Torah. Torah, right? The the Jewish right um, ancient um, Bible that we we basically used to create the new Bible, right? So I wanted to share this because um, I, I found this fascinating, and I never really did a video on this. And I know a lot of people are getting to the point where they're receiving different um, their either already talking in different languages and they have no idea why they're going, opening that up, getting those activations to be able to communicate in tone language or receiving information in different languages. And it can be very confusing to receive a lot of information in different languages because you have to spend a lot of time researching. And honestly, it can take a very long time to figure things out. And that's why it's so important to truly be able to write everything that you're working with, because a year later, you might find another clue that helps you understand exactly uh, really what was going on with you. Why are you getting this information? Why is it important? Why is it coming up? It might be um, activations, and that's how we're going to get to the spirit um, conversation right now, because when we receive channel information, whether it is when you're going to a meditation during the daytime and you just try to truly go in, or if you're sleeping, that counts, of course. Of course, that counts because as we know, and I can promise you in 21 divisions, in Santeria, in anything occult, you will see that people that are priests and priestesses are getting a lot of information in the dream state. The dream state becomes the teacher. That's, that's like the master school. And those that are going through the different trainings get to the point where they can go to different dimensions, pick up the information that they need. And a lot of them, I'm going to give you a little secret right now. This is what happens. And I shouldn't be saying this, but I, I want you to understand how important the dream state is because a lot of people think, oh, it's just dreaming. But a lot of priests and priestesses, what they do is they consult you and they will consult you, but you don't get everything that you are supposed to receive that they the answers because they have to, if they're working mostly in the spirit dimension or in trance, they're not, sometimes they don't want to go into trance in front of you. Sometimes they want to, also wait through the night to see if there are more messages that come before they say something to the client and the reason why is because if you if they are dream masters and a lot of these people that are prison priestesses tend to have the dream master training meaning that through the dreams they go through other dimensions other planes of existence and they go pick up the information so that they know exactly how to help the client, whoever is coming to, to get help for whatever reason. So they're not going to give you, a lot of the times, they're not going to give you the answer the same day. They're not going to 
they're not going to pick up your information um, and give it to you immediately because they want to confirm things also through the dream state. Because in the dream state, we leave so many things behind and we can pick up so much more. And I did a video on this um, for 21 Divisions, and I think it was months ago, maybe I'll find it and put the link here. But the dream truly becomes the ultimate teacher. In the dream state, you have no godparent, no godmother. Whoever is coming in the dream state is coming to assist you. And most of the time, if you're really good with discerning energy, you get to that point that you discern energy, you'll be able to know who's coming to help and who's not. So that way you can eliminate a lot of the things that happen in this reality with a lot of confusion, a lot of people that have their own intentions, hidden intentions. When you're working with a dream state, it becomes easier also to know, hmm, I need to be careful with that person because, you know, in this reality, when we're awakened, we want to be and think that everybody's good, but sometimes that's not the case, right? So truly the dream state becomes the ultimate teacher. And that's why you have to write everything that you can. So as you go through your trainings with spirit directly, those are the most powerful trainings. I don't care who is who. There is no more powerful teacher than you working in your dream state because it truly becomes it's the ultimate trance where you don't if you learn to work with your dream state you can go into trance every night and do work like this and you can speed up your activations downloads and everything light calls and everything so that you can become truly powerful uh, as a healer and healing yourself and healing others so I'm, I'm not going to get tired of saying this, but, you know, it's like if you can do all of this in your dream state by working intentionally with your dreams, why wouldn't you? So documenting your dreams, experiences and messages and visions in the middle of the night become very powerful. I had a beautiful situation last night and I'm like, I'm not going to get up. I'm too tired. I'm like, well, you know what's going to happen if I don't write it. By the moment I get up, I'm going to be confused and like one thing that was one thing I'm not going to put. So I had to get up and just do the work, right? So in the spirit dimension, when you go through certain trainings, um, there will be times when you get to the point where you go to the spirit dimension and you can actually do and see what the spirits, and there are different dimensions, right? Some Somebody transition they go through the their healing they go through their alone time and there is no time and space right so it, time is our perception but for simplicity's sake let's say that they go through two years of i don't know a long time two years in this reality and you will notice that a lot of the time if people have to do a lot of healing they will not come to you in your dreams until they already have gone through whatever healing they had to go through. For example, if you have someone that you really loved and you want and you just really want to see them, sometimes they will not come the same month, the same week, or they, they might come the same week just to say goodbye, but they're not gonna come back immediately to talk to you and really do a lot of interactions with you because they're still going through their healing. And if they come too quickly, what they can do is that they can get attached here and then that becomes a problem. So they might have a problem going through 
after different um, gates, I will call them, the different gates, the different steps in order for them to get to the next point where then they can come out and say, okay, now I'm here to support you. Now I'm here to help you. In some cases, what we do see though is that when somebody transition within in a specific amount of time, they're ready to come back and work with the family because they transitioned for the purpose of coming back to work with the family. So we also have seen that even in quantum healing, getting those answers from the spirits directly. So we see that, but one of the things that I found fascinating is when we go through the spirit dimension and it is like this in another plane of existence. And in those plane of existence, there, what you're doing is that you're learning to work with different herbs. You may be working with different spirit animals. You may be working with different teachers, ascended masters, um, spirit guides that are going through the evolution process. And they might be teaching you how to do things here, but you're in another plane of existence. For example, one time I was going through some trainings and one of the trainings was I was working with the energy of different plants that normally um, people wouldn't know how to work here. So they, I went through the spirit dimension and at this point I didn't really know how to do that. So I was just following what they, what they were teaching me and I was going through the spirit dimension and there was, it was just like a planet earth but it was on a different plane and the person that was working with me the village that was that welcomed me um very interesting they were explaining to to me about how I can get back there whenever I need help and I found that completely fascinating because this person was helping me to learn about the different plants and how to work them for different purposes and she was specifically talking to me about three different plants very similar name so it was confusing as hell but it was funny because she was guiding me through the whole process this is what you use for this this is what you use for that this is what you use for that and it was so real so like I could touch her I could um feel the the community in this place because it was full of people there were kids there were adults there were people just learning different things and it was a beautiful community environment that honestly I'm like is this like this is earth like it feels like earth and she was explaining to me like no this is not earth this is another plane of existence so when we get to our level we can actually go to those planes and be able to pick up information there was also a lot of uh, how do I call this a lot of interaction with light beings and I found that very, very interesting because when the light beings came to work with this person, I was like very confused because I'm like, how is this possible? And the fact that they're able to do that from the spirit dimension, it, it, I don't know, it just blows my mind because the teachings that they were going through. But one of the things that I found even more fascinating is I think I explained to you guys um my connection with the energy of the bull and in a previous video I was dealing with something similar and I brought that energy into that dimension into to that plane of existence and everybody there was surprised that this energy filtered through 
because it was almost like an attack to this community, very tight community. And they were fronting like this has never happened. How is this happening? So it was very mind blowing because the, whatever I was working with and because I was able to get to that plane, somehow I this energy also filtered through and it blew my mind because we had to like truly work with um, attacking this energy in this way because the energy that was coming wasn't the same energy that I normally work with. It was a different energy, but it looked like the energy of the bull. So it was something that we had to actually fight in the spirit dimension. So we think the spirit dimension, they know everything, right? They know everything. They, they know everything because they're in the spirit dimension but they also go through these attacks from different entities. And that's why the light beings came to help them. And I was just completely blown away because I never seen anything like this. And I never, I honestly didn't understand it at that point. It took me many months, many, many months to understand how, how this happened, how by me going somewhere, actually somehow allowed this energy to filter through that then had to be fought as a community together to get rid of it and receive help from live beings to get rid of this thing. And I'm thinking like, where is God? Where is God? <laughs> so it was, it was very confusing. Let me see what Arlenis is saying. Yes. There is a painting. Say that again, Arlenis. Um, there is a painting, a face with his mouth wide open and it is called the doors of hell. Where did you see that? I want to see that. Because this is that, that revelation truly blew my mind, and I've been pulling information after this revelation with the hell portal through the mouth. And we all know in the Awakening the Healer Within program how we've been talking about the power of our words and truly understanding our divinity, right? So it is interesting that it's almost like the first set of awakening, the first set of spiritual awakening comes when we understand um, and we when we start opening up into like the empath abilities and all of that. And part of that empath abilities, being careful how we treat others by the things that we say, because we know whatever we say to people can affect them significantly. And, you know, somebody might be looking like they have a good day and inside here, things can be happening that we have no idea. And one little thing that we say can shift them out of that energy or can actually drag them deeper. So I find that completely, completely fascinating. Yeah, remembering the dreams is hard and... I think the, the easy, it's hard because you have to wake up and you have to write it. You cannot wait until the morning. You have to train yourself to write it in the middle of the night. Wake up and write one thing that is going to remind you to go back to that moment so that you can pull the information faster. Because if you have one clue, at least one clue is going to train you to go back into that moment in the dream state so that you can pull the information almost like you're fishing it out of the whole lake, of the whole cosmic womb. You're fishing it out with one word that you put, but you have to be conscious, wake up and like write it somewhere so that you can remember how to fish it out. It is a process and it, you know, you have to learn to meditate in the morning. 
in order for you to pull those messages. But the messages are powerful. I wouldn't have been able to to develop my gifts the way I have been able to if I didn't pay attention to the dreams. In the dreams, um, there is so much teachings and guidance and it's beyond, it's beyond what we can comprehend. No one can teach you, no human can teach you what the dreams can teach you. So we have to really take, a, it's the biggest school, the, the master school. Anaya uh, I, I is here. Um, I was just about to ask, is that like a reference to the power of our mouth? Yeah, the, it, not only is a reference, but it's also letting, showing us our entire body, our entire body is a huge, it's made up of portals. There is a portal everywhere in our body. Where do we want to go is the question. Because we know if we want to expand our consciousness and be able to travel to different places, we got to work with this chakra. We have to truly heal and align and release the back of the neck chakra we have to work with the heart chakra because a lot of the teachings won't be given to us pure teachings i'm talking about pure teachings won't be given to us if our heart is contaminated so we have to work with the heart chakra if we want to go into gaia we have to know that we need to work with the lower chakras so but gaia wouldn't give us access unless we have the heart chakra so the entire body is made out of portals. The hands have portals. We these hands have so many so many portals within us. And to be able to open up the portals with our hands, we have to go to trainings. Same thing that happens with the lower and different type of portals everywhere in our entire body. So just like we have portals outside, we have the portals inside. It depends what we the training, the mission, what we're most interested when we go to the dream state, we can intentionally ask for help to learn how to go through different portals. I was channeling a lot of information for the sacrifices, the animal sacrifices for the left astral planes. And that's why I received that information because I, I wanted to know and I was intentionally going in every night with very specific questions for my dreams. And I was doing the day, I was channeling information in reference to the left planes and the sacrifices. So of course, the information that is going to come, is going to be based on what we're most focused on at the moment. Absolutely. Um, good to know. Let's see, uh, I wake up in the morning, but sometimes by the, I forgot the tales and it is, it is very confusing. I'm aware that not only those are voice and how we speak holds power that can either elevate or break. Yeah, but also fools, absolutely. We take in through the mouth, have the same power. Yes. So the that's a good point because you know how we want to be vegan and we know we receive information about why we need to be vegan. Um, and we think, okay, you know, like let's say for example, um, you want to have something and you know that the animal wasn't whatever you're eating. Let's say you're no vegan and you you want to eat, um, I don't know, a piece of steak or something like that. 
if we don't, if we in that moment we don't we don't bless that steak, what we're taking in is all the traumas from the animal when it was um, killed to become food for us, right? So you can break that energy by blessing the end, the food, the people that came and 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 did whatever they did, uh, whoever cooked the food, and to bless and hopefully transition the animal that is already gone and blah, blah, blah. And then that way you can change the energy. Hopefully it's not perfect, but it's better than nothing. Just like our water, right? If we bless our water, it's going to be so much better for us than if it's just something that has been bottled who knows when, right? So blessing everything that we take in, including our thoughts, including those people that we hang out with, including the food, including the things, that we use to bathe our body with or whatever is all going to have an impact on how we maintain this, this energy, this body's energy, the physical body's energy and the light bodies that we have are energies. So the energy can get clouded at any moment. When it gets cloudy, you know, when it gets cloudy, especially if you're doing the work. So when it gets cloudy, you can send loving energy to that part of the body in order for you to move that energy out in a more peaceful way, if I can, if I can say that. Uh, let's see. Ashley's here. There's seven layers to the skin and four muscles in the tongue. No, I don't know the anatomy of, mm -mm, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I know. <laughs> so if, if that's what it is and you say that that's what it is, it is. I don't know the anatomy. And when I was shown the, the face open, the mouth with the teeth and everything and how it goes in, I was given the information so I can understand it. But in no way, shape or form, I'm going to sit here and pretend that I know anything about the composition of our body like that because I don't. But I believe you. And those layers, isn't it funny that you're referencing seven layers? I was channeling information for the seven astral plane to the left and to the right. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if there is anything else that I want to share because it's so, in order for you to understand the spirit dimension and to know how it's being affected. Okay, let me give you an example. In a trance, I have, I have two, in this specific trance that I'm going to reference, I had two Indian boys that were young, young kids, like around teenagers years they, they are in the spirit dimension i was in a trance so i go into the trance um and i see them normally when i go into a trance i go into the trance and there is a village and when i go into the trance they always say okay she's here she's here she's ready to work with us again so they come and start working with me heal uh cleansing the area so that I can get to work and do what I have to do, right? So when the energy starts um, going through the cleansing stages, then eventually I can go into other higher planes. So to me, the natives come to me to do a lot of cleansing and prepare me to go to the different planes, different dimensions. Um, the, the farther the dimension, the more um, distance to this plane of existence, the more work needs to be done, especially by the Tainos, 
in order for me to go through, you know, like a lot of people say Papalikba is the first um, that we call to open up the gates, right? In my case, it's almost like asking for the blessing of Papalikba back, but the Tainos are the ones that prepare everything so that I can go wherever I need to go um, safely. And that, you know, everything is unsafe. They won't, if there is um, something that is not in alignment, they will not allow me to go anywhere because they know and somehow I also know so that we stop the trance because we're not going to go um, to a situation where we're going to get, for example, let's say, for example, I'm going to start doing a, a tra- I'm going to go into a trance, but I didn't take the time to clean the space first to prepare myself mentally, depending on how much television if if we have done alcohol, if we have done sometimes it's sexual intercourse, because depending on what spirits you're trying to work with, if you have um, sexual intercourse, you might not be able to communicate with them to open up those portals. So if any of that is happening, um, if you did drugs, maybe mar- marijuana or something like that, and you're not in the best place, going into a trance can be very dangerous because then you don't know where you're going. You think you know, but your energy is cloudy and you don't really have a clear direction. So it's almost like you're going to navigate, but you have to know, even though you don't know sometimes where you're going, you have to be very clean and very ready to work. And if you're very negative, this is also going to affect where you end up. So you have to really learn to manage the energy in order for you to be able to properly travel to the different planes of existing dimensions. And I call it both because sometimes it's a plane that is here, but it's in another plane. So we, it's not another dimension per se. I don't know if I'm confusing anyone about that. So anyways, my point is, in this case, I go into a trance. I don't see the whole village. And I'm like, where, where's everybody? And they're playing and I see them playing, you know, and they're just hanging out, making sure that everything is good with me. Um, but I didn't see the whole village. So I was very intrigued to find out why I only got the two boys. And it was like, well, because the work that I was going to do, it was so basic that the, I didn't need the full village. I only had the two boys. Now, if the work is going to be next level, you can bet for sure that if I don't have the full village there, when they welcome me, and I know when they welcome me, because when I go through the trance, I immediately see them and I, they already start running to let me know, okay, she's here. And I know I have arrived. So by when I saw those two kids, I was like, okay, that's weird. Why? And I asked, and it's basic. We don't, we don't have, we don't have to have a full team here. So, okay, that's fine. But I mean, I fell a little off because I'm like, where, where's my crew? <laughs> so um, sometimes you go through the different planes I mentioned. For example, I work with a curandera, very powerful curandera, one aspect of my myself. And when I go to that specific place, there is a whole process that needs to happen before I get there because otherwise she gets very angry. She gets very um, bothered that I haven't followed the right steps, if I can call it like that. So I know that if I want to work with her, I have to prepare. I have to 
make sure that I take my time, that I'm very intentional. My mind is clear. I have been grounding my energy. I have been in meditation most sometimes for days because I know to reach her, I have to go through this process of truly being and treating that place and her energy as very, very sacred. It is one aspect of myself. That also mean that she's not existing in another place and therefore I still have to honor and respect her, right? So we have to know with the energies that we're working with. And when you get to a certain point and you go to, you learn to go to the spirit dimension, you will be able to recognize when you're in the spirit dimension because you will know your spirit team will help you. And those that are in those places that live in those places, that's where they exist at the moment. They normally they get very happy to see you because they're like, okay, she's back she, or he's back. He's they're ready to work again. So they're ready to help you. Okay. I think I'm going to leave it here because it, it was too long. Unless anybody has anything else that you want to share. Um, and I hope that Lenis will share the, the painting that she discussed here before. And yeah. And I'll try to find the, the link to the video that I did on the 21's division, uh, different um, levels and processes that happen when we go through the different stages within 21 division, because I think there, there was some information there about the dreams and how we go through the different dream stages and how powerful it really is. So I, I will not get tired to recommend you to do that because it's what spirit keeps telling me to do so thank you so much and i'll see you guys in the next one thank you